This is the Peak Signing Agents Podcast. My name is Derek Van Otten. I'm a six-figure loan signing agent, and I own a six-figure national signing service. My goal is to help you become a peak signing agent. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Peak Signing Agents Podcast with me, your host, DVO, Derek Van Otten. And welcome back. And actually, at the time of this recording, I am releasing this on the 4th of July. So happy Independence Day to everyone out there. Uh, I just want to say, just remember to be so thankful that out of anywhere we could have lived, we live in the great USA. No matter what your political views are, we live in the best country in the world. Trust me, I've traveled outside the country. I've traveled to other countries. This is by far the best. Uh, so anyway, thanks again for listening and watching. I hope this is bringing a ton of great value to you. And I actually want to give a shout out to Carla in Colorado who emailed me um, just saying how much she's enjoying the podcast. Um, she gets a lot she gets a lot of value out of the podcast. And she's asking about questions on scanbacks. She said, I have mentioned, I might do another episode on scanbacks and why they are required. And so she's asking that she would like to the episode to come out. So I figured... Why not let it be this episode? So, again, Carla, thanks for shooting me an email and uh, telling me how much you enjoy the podcast. That's the point of me doing this. I want to bring you guys great value to make you the peak of the peak in the signing agent world. And I hope this does that for you. So, let's talk about scambacks for a minute. Why do so many signing services want you to do scambacks? And are they annoying? The answer is yes. Yes, they are annoying. I understand that. Um, and uh, first of all, I just want to say synonymously, scanbacks and faxbacks are the same thing. There was a time uh, before I was in the business where where uh, signing agents would return faxbacks. The you know they basically fax over the copies of the documents. Uh, we don't do that anymore. In fact, I have I haven't used a fax machine in probably I don't even know ten years since I've used a fax machine, maybe even longer. Or have I even used a fax? I don't know. Anyway, scanbacks are the thing where you use a scanner, scan documents over, and send them to the signing service or title company. And uh, that is a requirement by a lot of companies. So we'll get into why that is. But I just wanted to just let you know that if you are wondering, do you need to get a fax machine for faxbacks? No, you do not. When they say faxbacks, that's just old terminology. They do mean scanbacks. They do want you to send scanned copies over. And most companies do want scan back so we'll like i said we'll we'll get into that a little bit um why first of all why why do you need to send scan backs why do they require that and i don't know maybe some of the signing service owners maybe at some point they needed to do scan back so they just figured now that they have their own signing service that they should require scan backs too i'm not sure but i'll tell you why i require scan backs as a national signing service who i hire five to ten notaries a day to do signings for me outside of my state. And first of all, I just want to say I am surprised of how many notaries I need to hold hands or babysit. And honestly, that's the reason this podcast came about. I just saw so many mistakes and, and some of them just blow me away. I, I'm surprised at some of the mistakes that I see and I just figured... I need to somehow create content to put out there to help signing agents so they don't make this mistake because it just hurts our community. If there's so many mistakes happening, title companies, mortgage companies are wondering what, what's the point of hiring 
um, a, a mobile notary if there's going to make all these mistakes anyway. Uh, I'll tell you another story. I was talking with a title company during the, the big boom of refinances in, in 2021, 20, 2020. There were title companies that hired people purely for the fact that when they re- received the return packages from notaries, they had to review the packages and then do follow up with the notaries to get mistakes done. They started a department and hired employees purely for the fact of notary mistakes. That blew my mind to hear that. That's that's not good, you guys. For our community, that's not good that a title companies, large title companies, have to hire employees not to do work for the escrow, but purely to follow up and fix notary errors. For example, maybe the signer forgot a forgot to initial a page or forgot to date a page or the notary uh, forgot to stamp a page, whatever it is, or they're just a huge amount of mistakes. Whatever it is, there's a department dedicated for that. That's not good, right? That doesn't look good on us. So we all need to do our part to make sure we are doing better and getting better to prevent mistakes happening. Our job, you know, we're the last line of defense before this gets funded. And we need to make sure we're doing our, our best job to make sure it goes through properly. And, you know, last week I had so many errors come back from from notaries. Just, there were so many errors. And, and, and it's like I like I said, it feels like you're babysitting notaries. Like, hey, is this done? This 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 time took place two hours ago. Is it done? Oh, yeah, it's done. Like, what? Why don't you let us know? Why is there no completion update? Why is there no response? Why have you not responded back to our emails? We, our platform will automatically send an email out if there's no, like, response. And... I don't, I don't get it. Or, or notaries forget the most common things. Like they just don't fill out a whole section. They just have them. They just, the notary will just have the, the borrowers sign the page and not even fill out all. There's so many empty lines. It's like, what are you doing? There's so many mistakes. Uh, however, this past week I had a lot of good experiences. There's a lot of good notaries that we hired this past week. And I think there was only one simple little mistake. The rest of it was pretty pretty good i was pretty excited about that because that is that is rare especially because my scheduler has been out sick so i've been doing a lot of on hand myself so it's nice when when all the work comes in looking good so how do i know it looks good because i make my notaries that i hire do scan backs why so if they if you're asking dvo why are you making notaries do scan backs i can't answer for every company out there i will answer for my company so here's the reason why when I was just a mobile mobile notary, just going out there, uh, I worked direct. So when my title companies hit me up to go do signings, when I return the packages, they look good. All right, I don't want to brag, but I'm gonna brag. Right, it's not bragging if it's the truth. My packages, when I deliver them off, they look good. All right, I don't miss, I don't miss signatures. I don't miss dates. I don't miss. You know, check boxes that need to be checked. Um, if they accidentally make a mistake on a page, I swap it out from the co- from the copy. Say, hey, you messed up on the date. You 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 put the month and then the year instead of the day. So let's swap that out from your copy. When I returned a package back to my customer, it looked good. It was immaculate. It was it was it was flawless, right? So my customers have that expectation of me. So even when I wasn't the main notary for a title company. 
I became the main notary, all right, because I was there when they needed someone last minute. I was there when they, they were in a bind. I brought back everything looking good. I became their main notary. Why would I not, right? If they had other notaries before me, and maybe they charged less than me. I don't know. Maybe they charged less than me. But if they had to keep asking that notary, hey, you forgot this, you missed this, can you go back? Would they, wouldn't they rather just pay me the higher fee and it'll be done right the first time? As a business owner myself, that's what I would do. I, I would be much happier to pay someone a little bit more to do it right the first time than to be hunting everything down and getting everything fixed. So that was what my customers expected from me. They, they got an expectation of me that there will be no errors on the paperwork. That became the norm for them. The norm, I don't know what their experience was before me, but with me, the normal situation became documents came back flawless. That became the norm for them. So now, myself, I am marketing myself as a signing service now, saying I can help you find notaries anywhere in the country. You let me know when and where, and I'll get it covered. So if that's the case, if I personally am no longer doing the signing because it's in another state, or it's maybe three or four hours away uh, from me and the title company, do they expect less of, it, of me now? I don't know. Maybe they do, but I don't think that. I don't think so. And I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to accept lesser, inferior work because I personally didn't do it. Now, I always believe, you know what, Mr. and Mrs. Escrow Officer, Mr. and Mrs. Loan Officer, you are the best person to do the signing. There's no doubt about it. But you can't always be available and you're not always there. The next best person is me. I'm your next best person. And even if I can't get to it, the next best person is the person that I hire because I'm going to vet the notaries that I hire. So that's my belief. And so if my customers are hiring me to find another notary, I do not expect them to have less expectations because it's not me personally doing the signing. I still believe that that paperwork should come back flawlessly. And I do believe I try to pay the notaries pretty well to do scanbacks. So that's why I expect scanbacks. I personally will review every scanback that comes in to my signing service. I personally am trying to get involved to review that. My scheduler is not a signing agent, so I don't expect her to know all the ins and outs and all the little details. I am training her, but I don't expect her to do that. So it's my job to review all scam backs to make sure it looks good, and I let the notary know, yeah, go ahead and drop it off uh, at FedEx UPS. That, I, I, give my, I give the thumbs up. I give the okay. Go ahead and drop that off. I reviewed it. It looks good because I know what I'm looking for, and I expect it to look good. And... Maybe some people think I might be nitpicky about a couple things, but that's because I hold a high regard for this industry. We are professionals. We are notary publics first who became signing agents. We're dealing with large sums of money. We're dealing with people's maybe largest investment or purchase, and we are held at a high regard. And so I am going to hold all my notaries that I hire at a high regard, and I expect documents to look the way I would do it. Now, there's some things that, you know, aren't maybe perfect. I'm not going to, you know, for example, let's say someone's dating um, July 1st and they accidentally put July 2nd and they try to, they kind of bold the number one. I wouldn't do that myself. I would, I would swap it out myself so it looks perfect, but it's not too bad. I think, I think it'll be fine with it. I'm not going to be nitpicky about over every little thing, but that's just some things that I would do that put me at the top. 
That's why I became the number one signing agent in all that my title company office. And that's why they decided to make me their signing service instead of the signing service that they had before me. Because they, ex- they knew that I had high expectations and I performed flawless work. That was my role. Now, did I make mistakes? Of course I have made mistakes. And I fixed it real quick. I, that was another episode we talked about, right? Is how I handled my errors. I owned up to it, got it taken care of as a priority. Um, and that's why they wanted to keep using me. So not just I, when I was when I wasn't available for the signing, they knew that I'd hire someone that was going to be um, not as good as me, but pretty close. <laughs> All right, they're going to be they're going to be pretty close. So anyway, that's why I require scanbacks because I have a high expectation, and I expect the notary that I hire to also perform at a high expectation. So I want to review it because I catch. The smallest of errors. For example, I had a notary send me scan backs back. Every notary section, they left. So, for example, again, if you're not aware, I'm based here in Utah. Um, most of my customers are based here in Utah. They had pre-printed notary verbiage that had the state of Utah. This took place in, I want to say, Colorado. The notary did not replace the verbiage from Utah to Colorado in any of the notary sections. In fact, some of the notary sections were blank. State of blank. County of blank. The notary didn't even fill any of those in. I had to call the notary and say, um, hey, this everything else looks fine except for in your notary sections. You left everything with the wrong state or with a blank state. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to do that right now. Do you want me to scan back those? I'm like, no, no, no. Just make those corrections on every single one of your notary sections. But it's like, so, you know, the notary handled it well. I'm not going to give her a bad mark over it. But I'm like, come on. That's notary 101. We're notary publics first. And as a notary public, you need to make sure that the venue, which is, in our case, the state and county, are written in every time. That's that's notary 101, in my opinion. So I, I'm like, that stuff surprises me. That stuff happens. So imagine imagine that I let that go through and the title company receives it and all the notary sections are left blank. Now, can they write it in? Yeah, they can write it in. Would they probably have written it in? They might've just written it in, but they, I don't know, right? They could have just been like, no, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't be doing this. The notary is getting paid to do this. Like this is notary 101 because all of my escrow officers and their, and their assistants are all notaries as well. So they know the laws and what are required. So it, that's just, you know, an example, right? Just an example of that happened this week. And it's like, you got, you, that's why I do scan bags. I, I, I couldn't imagine. I mean, my, my, my customer, my title company would have called me and said, um, hey, what's up with this Colorado notary you hired? They didn't fill in any of the states in their notary sections. That makes me look foolish, okay? My name is on the line. When it's going to be coming from my company, the signing agent that I hire, my name is on the line for my for my customer, for my title company. I expect it to come back flawless. Now, are there going to be mistakes? Yes. I want to catch the mistake, though, not my client. I don't want my client catching the mistake. I want to catch the mistake and have the notary fix it before it arrives. So that is why I require scan backs. All right. Now. Some companies don't. Um, I get it. And, and of course, that's nice. Now, me personally, if I've worked with a signing agent a few times. All right, hold on. I'm going to. Sorry, if you're if you're uh, listening and watching, um, I'm opening the doors to the mobile office. It's getting a little a little stuffy in here. So I'm going to open the door, get some air. Sorry, because I do record every episode in the mobile office. All right. Anyway, 
Um, so yeah, some companies don't require it, and they, like I said earlier, they they deal with maybe a whole other department dedicated to catching and fixing notary mistakes. So I'm trying to avoid that. All right. Um, how can you do scam backs? That's one of Carla, uh, one of her questions. Like when when can I do scam backs? So I do require scam backs right away. Like I want the scam backs pretty soon after because I, you know, notaries take their sweet time. That's the easy way to answer this. I don't get it. There's, there, a lot of notaries do not have an, a sense of urgency. So I do require scan backs pretty, pretty quick so that I can review them. That way it gets dropped off in time before last pickup. There's a couple things you can do. The most obvious is run back to your home office and scan from there. Uh, one thing you can do is have a mobile scanner. Uh, another option is a app that you can download on your smartphone and do scan backs there. I've tried it. I've tried a couple different apps and they work fine. They can be time consuming, however, because you want to make sure it's, you know, you position it right. Cause you gotta remember also the majority of scan backs are just for review. Like for me, for example, the, the, the quality doesn't, ha I don't really need quality, like high quality scan backs. I just want to be able to kind of see the page and make sure it looks like it's notarized or signed or dated, whatever. Um, if it's a little blurry, it's not a big deal for me for the most part. So it's not going to be a big deal unless titles requesting it for funding. Like they're going to try to fund off the scan back. So then I'll request really high quality. Otherwise it's just for me to review before my notaries drop it off. That's really what it is. So I'll tell you a story. Uh, I, I, I did a couple apps and they're very time consuming. They are time consuming because you're trying to position the paper and, and take a picture of it. So it's, it's, it's a little time consuming. Uh, I did try to buy one of those mobile scanners. I think I found it at Office Depot for about $100. The, the mobile scanner is about $100. And it was the Epson brand, okay? So it was, it was like a shape of a brick, okay? It was a shape of a brick. And it was almost like a transformer. You could open it up and then then they had like the, the uh, I don't know, the, the tray that you can put the paper in. It would only hold about 10 pages at a time. But when I tried using it, it jammed a lot. It, it just kept jamming and it just became a pain. So I stopped using that. I took it back the same day and returned it back the same day. I thought about going to FedEx or UPS and, and have them scan it for me because I was going to drop it there anyway, right? So I was asking, like, how much does it cost to scan, to scan this? They said 50 cents per page. I said, wait a minute. So if I have 100 pages, you're telling me it's going to be $50? To scan that, and they said, "Yeah." I said, "No, that's crazy. You're eating into my, you're you're taking a huge chunk of my profit at this point." So that wasn't viable. So I looked at, I went back to Office Depot when I returned that little scanner. I looked at the high duty scanners, okay, and I thought these are like four or five hundred dollars for these scanners. And I was asking the Office Depot rep, I said, "Is this is it worth it? Do you think? Do you think it's worth it for me to get this four or five hundred dollars?" So the the rep, the sales rep, told me, "Well, you think about it." the job of this machine is only to scan. Like its only job is to scan. So it's gonna scan pretty quick. And I had one of those all-in-one printers when I first started. I, I didn't use it for my, I didn't, I, it was one I used for home, for like personal use. It was, it was a printer, scanner, fax machine, copy machines, like you know, those all-in-one things. 
So I would use those for my scan backs. I wouldn't print with it because I knew you're not supposed to print with inkjet. I would use that for my scan backs, and that also would jam, but it was so slow. So I decided, should I, should I bite the bullet and spend like four or $500 on this, on this scanner? And it was a, what was it? It was like a, it was like a President's Day sale or 4th of July sale. Hey, maybe some 4th of July sales if you haven't bought one of these print, these scanners yet. Uh, so I think they had, a, they had a discount. Plus, if I signed up on their email list, I got another discount. So I did that. So I got it down to maybe $350, $400 for this uh, scanner. Took it home. It was another Epson brand. And this thing scanned like a beast. It was shooting out paper so quick. And I thought, this is saving me so much more time. The convenience of the speed on this scanner is totally worth every penny that I paid for it. And so I do say it is worth it to buy a scanner. You can pick up more jobs because a lot of them will want scanbacks. It is totally worth it. Now, I want scanbacks when I've worked with somebody like one or two or three times. If I've worked with somebody more than two or three times and each time the quality has been good, like they've all the scanbacks look good, I do not require scanbacks anymore from that notary. I only require scanbacks from notaries I'm using for the first time. So like I said, if I've used them before and I know the quality of their work, I'm not going to ask them again for scanbacks. Like that... I don't ask for scanbacks anymore. So just keep that in mind. Um, if you've worked with a company a few times, maybe you can ask, hey, I've done a few signs for you. I've never made mistakes. Do you still need me to do scanbacks or are you good for me to just drop? They might even let you drop if you've done it, if you've done work for them before that looked good. Okay. So that's a little tip for you right there. You can you can ask if you've worked with a certain company a few times and you've and you've had error free signings. You can ask for, for them to maybe skip doing scanbacks for you. So the, the notaries I use often, they don't do scanbacks for me anymore uh, because I know the quality of work they do. So that's why I require scanbacks, okay? I have a reputation. My name is on the line. These are my customers that I'm servicing. And part of my service is to make sure that not only are documents signed, but that they are returned perfectly, right? That's part of my job. That's part of my service. So that is why signing services request scanbacks because our names are on the line and we record, you know, we have to look good for our clients still. We have to make sure that they are still receiving good quality work returned back to them. And so how can you do scanbacks? You can use the apps. They are time consuming. You can get a mobile printer or sorry, mobile scanner. You can try, you can try like that really, that, that one that I bought earlier, like the hundred dollar one. You can try it. Maybe it'll work, work better for you. Who knows? Maybe I just had a, I had trouble with it. You can plug them into, what do you call it? I don't know if they still call them cigarette lighters anymore. The DC outlet in your vehicle. There are inverters, little smaller inverters that you can buy like on Amazon. They plug into the DC outlet, the DC cigarette lighter, the, the outlet in your vehicle. They It's an inverter that plugs in there, and then you can plug the scanner into that. I don't believe... The scanners use up that much wattage like the laser printers. The laser printers use a ton of wattage, so you need a really big inverter if you're going to go mobile office with a with a laser printer. But with a scanner, I don't believe they take that much. So if it's easier for you, if you're doing, I don't know, three or four signings in a day and you're out and about, and each one of them requires scanbacks, not a bad idea to invest in an inverter and a scanner and have them in your vehicle. That way you don't need to go home. You can just scan it right there upload them on the portal and get to your next appointment. These scanners are fast. They're they're really fast and they are worth it. So when should you do scanbacks also? As soon as possible. 
right? You should do them as soon as possible. Make scanbacks like part of your priority when you're out there doing signings. Um, get it, get it to them right away. So that is the reason why so many signing services want scanbacks. All right, they're just doing quality control before it gets to their client. That's a good way to put it. They're doing quality control before it gets to their client, and that's why I do it. Right, I want to make sure my clients are still getting the the flawless, the perfect signings, even though it's not me personally doing it. They're still getting that type of quality work sent back to them. So I hope that answers your question, Carla. I hope it answers your questions. Anyone that's wondering why is everyone asking for scanbacks? That's why. All right. So, hey, if you have any uh, feedback for me, if you have any uh, episode ideas, please reach out to me. Let me know like Carla did, like others have done. I am more than happy to listen to, to feedback and comments and ideas and suggestions. I'm more than happy. Uh, I do have some guest speakers lined up as well. I'm pretty excited about it, okay? Um, I've got some guest speakers we've, we've been communicating. I've got two podcast hosts lined up. I've got sign. I have a signing service owner lined up. I have a couple. They are a notary signing agent couple. I got them lined up as guests, um, and I have a very special guest lined up for the future as well. He has committed uh, to doing it. There's a hint. He okay. He is committed to doing the podcast. We're just trying to arrange a time uh, to get together and do it. So, uh, special guests lined up as well, as long as uh, as well as topics that I have for you guys. To make you guys peak signing agents to get paid the peak big bucks. All right. Have another great episode. Um, And again, remember uh, this month of July and always that we live in a land of freedom that we can start the signing agent business from nothing and uh, grow to something special. All right. I'm so grateful for that. So thanks for watching and listening to another episode of the Peak Signing Agents podcast. Catch you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Peak Signing Agents podcast. I hope this episode brought great value to you and your business. And if it did, please subscribe and follow the podcast and share with anyone you think could also benefit. Thank you.